Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Clock doesn't matter to me, brother. Time ain't a real thing. It is now, sir, running a tighter ship starting today. It's a delayed New Year's resolution. Domino Cellini... The fan 680 and 93.7 FM. Thanks for taking the time to listen to two guys with about 60 years of sports talk experience in this town. Chris Domino and Nick Cellini. We've seen some things. That's a long time. That's right, Joe. We've seen coaches come. We've seen coaches go. And we lead you up into Chuck and Chernoff. Of course, those two have about 50 years of sports talk experience. A little bit behind us. In this town. That's a long time. Yeah, not as long, Joe. Not as long, Joe. We celebrate bigger numbers on this show when it comes to uh, how many years. I take pride, sort of, in being called, as I said, to I think every principal's office in this town. I feel I've had the power to fire four coaches. I won't name names, but I do feel directly responsible for saying him, he's got to go. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't wield that power pell-mell. Take it very serious. As I like to say, it's a manhole cover, not a nickel. When I go all in where a man's got to go, that man's got to go. And this is what you're listening to, and you can do that no matter where you are for free. You've got the fan app that is driven to you by Beaver Toyota of Coming. And Beaver Direct is the quickest and easiest way to shop for a car online. You've also got 680thefan.com. You've also got the X platform at Matt Lear at Road Dog 680 at DT680 at Chris Domino at Cellini Nick. How much, is all, the how much fan. does all that cost? That doesn't cost you anything. That's incredible. It's all on the house. Did no you know charge. that today is National Winnie the Pooh Day? Did you did know not. that? Did, I will. I did not. I had no idea. But I can tell you that if you think of all the things that Disney has made money on, do you know that having the rights to Winnie the Pooh has been as big as anything else? I mean, I know that because I know how much of a Disney fan and aficionado and historian you are. I would have never guessed that, but I do know that thanks to you. People don't know that when they bought the rights, uh, how much money this has brought to Disney. I, I was if, if, Maybe I'll find it. It's a phenomenal amount of money. I'll also give you one other piece of information. The gentleman who wrote Winnie the Pooh, I don't know if you know, it's sort of an imaginary story he told his son. And we're going to go off into the woods, and I went into the woods. And, and a bear came, and a tiger, yeah, yeah. And, you know, what have you. Right. So do you know the original toys are actually in a, I think they're in the New York library. Glass enclosed, because I think people would like to steal them. Do you know the red ruby slippers have been stolen? They've been missing forever. Sure. Everybody, there are a couple if, of pairs of them. If given the opportunity, someone's going to steal something right. every time. And this goes back to what we said about stealing art and everything else. What are you going to do with those ruby slippers? You can't go around saying, look what I got, because they're stolen. can't walk through marshals and click them together and say there's no place like home. Well, you could. But someone will notice. If if they start connecting the dots, you could be arrested on the spot. These things are glass, and, and I do think it's the New York Library. They have the four original characters, and there's little stuff. They're sort of beat up. Like when you go to the book. Smithsonian, if yeah. I want to put on oh, Fonzie's jacket, can I no. put on Fonzie's jacket? No, there's no, now, I... There's no glass around it, though, I guess is what I'm saying. Someone will stop me, right? But I can walk up there before somebody stops me sure. and try to put on Fonzie's jacket. I won't fit into Fonzie's jacket no. because... He was a little fella. Henry Winkler's extremely small. He's a little, little fella. Little fella. But you get the picture. Yeah, I do, but no, you're not allowed to do that. You're not, you can go pay homage... But it's out there in the open. 
I don't I don't think it's out there in the open the way that you think it is. How close can I get to it I in think a matter so. of feet? I think it's sort of like the Mona Lisa. At a I, certain point, you can't get closer. See, I got to get closer than that. It's Fozzie's jacket. You're right. I want to take the selfie or the video in this sure. instance and do a hey, hey. and the thumbs up with the jacket behind me. <laughs> anyway, it's the X-Platform question. Smithsonian, here's what I would say, though. Yeah. This is like when, when a team wins a trophy around here. You want to make money for your foundation. Polaroids. Now, I know it's camera phones and everything, but Polaroids, is, they're sort of kitschy. The kids sort of love them now. Five bucks. Five bucks. Hold the trophy. Five bucks. You know how much money you would raise for charity? Countless amounts. Fonzie's jacket. Five bucks. Hey. Hey. <laughs> and then the Smithsonian could help, you know, keep it open for free. I told you years ago they had the promo on Nick at Night uh-huh. for Happy Days. It was just various clips of Fonzie going, hey. And then at the end, the, the voiceover guy just went, hey. <laughs> genius. Yeah, simple, yet genius. Anyway, the... Uh, Next platform question of the day is, who's your favorite bear? Oh, interesting. In honor of it being National Winnie the Pooh Day. Hmm. Now, I don't think Bill Pooh. Belichick. Pooh is big money, man. Yeah. Big money. And Belichick, is he going to be big money if he comes here? He has no ties to the Bears, but will he have a tie to the Falcons when all is said and done? Ian Rappaport this morning said there's going to be a second interview ah. scheduled for this weekend between Bill Belichick and Arthur Blank and company. Do we know who company includes? Well, who's I would invited? Im- I would imagine Rich McKay will be there. Let me check my texts. I would imagine they would have Terry Fontenot there to maybe get coffee and donuts. Oh, I don't, no. I don't know. That's disrespectful. Don't say that. You have no idea. Well, I think he is being disrespected, so I wouldn't be surprised if they continue to disrespect him. Checking my texts. I don't see anything yet from Arthur. Let me check my emails in a minute. I'll do that during a break. Please do. Um, also, Ian Rappaport did say that the interview between Jim Harbaugh and Arthur Blank was done face-to-face, was yeah. done in person. Okay. I don't know if it was on the yacht like allegedly Bill Belichick's conversation was with Arthur Blank, but it was face-to-face. Well, it was done it was in not Par- virtual. It was done in Paris. They met up in Paris. I mean, you can just say anything you want now. You know, my sources tell me they met uh, a stone's throw away from the Eiffel Tower. People are just getting away. People are getting away with close to murder. Well, here's what we know: Mike McCarthy, to everybody's surprise, is going to be back for a fifth season, the final year of his contract. And Jerry Jones said, "You know, it was just uh, it was a mix-up. You know, we always wanted him back. Then why didn't you say that prior to the playoffs? Just say no matter what, he's going to be back because you weren't so sure. And then he got blown out, so that job is not going to be open. So Belichick, the odds of him coming to Atlanta seemingly would increase there in Philadelphia." Looks like they're going to keep Nick Sirianni. So two big openings that will not be openings now when all is said and done. NFC East, big rooms, as we like to say, big, big markets. Um, I, I'm, I've, I'm starting to connect the dots. Jerry Jones, part of his conversation was, I was never going to judge him on one game. Okay, nobody's asking you to judge him on one game. Judge him on the last three years. Judge him on a, I'll go back. What about in Green Bay? I know you won a Super Bowl. What did you do after that with Aaron Rodgers? Nothing. Aaron Rodgers, nothing. That's why you got fired in Green Bay. And right. One and three in Dallas in the postseason. So here's where Jerry Jones, I'm not I'm not saying he was drinking. I'm not saying that it was, I, I don't know. What, what he said did not involve a high ball. Is I that what you're saying? I don't know if it did or not. You don't want to allege that. No, I don't want to allege that. But when he says, I was never going to judge him on one game. No, you shouldn't. Thank you for telling me that. You should judge him on what's happened. 12 wins the last three years, nothing. Green Bay Packers after a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. Nothing. So you're not judging them on one game. That's why when I heard this, I went, hum to the hum to the hum to the what? And I guess Sirianni maybe is meeting today 
Maybe they pushed that off, but they were asking some Eagles players, and they got pissed off. We'll play some of that. Yeah, Fletcher Cox, let's hear from him. Now, he is weighing retirement, and as he said, he wasn't sure about retirement as the players met with the media in Philadelphia yesterday. This exchange then took place. Come on, man. What is it it to talk about, man? Because, man, he's a winner. He's a winning head coach. You know, do we have some bumps this year? Yeah, but every team, every organization, everybody everybody goes through it. But we don't look at firing a man who, you know, obviously has won 10-plus games two years in a row. Has took this organization to three playoff appearances three years in a row. You know, that's the respect. You know, the coaches, he's a good leader for this team. He does a really good job. Did we come up short? Yeah. Did things happen this year? Yeah. Okay. And then the reporter followed right. with, so you don't think he's going to get fired, Nick Sirianni. He said, I don't got nothing to say about that. You're a clown, bro. Yeah. Get out of my face, bro. Now, he's 6'4", 310, and if someone like Fletcher Cox tells me that, I'm, I'll do respect. I'll honk a horn if you want me to and put on big floppy shoes, and I'll, I'll walk away. Here's what I believe about Fletcher Cox. There's only a certain amount of men who could do this. Um, they could pick me up and throw me through three walls. So, in, in other words, I wouldn't end up right behind this wall. There's something behind this wall, but I would go through another wall at the end of that room. So I'd end up in a place where I might not even know where I was. He has that capability. Bryce Harper started this clown bro thing. And I think subconsciously, athletes have now stored that one away when they don't like a question. We will go right to the you're a clown bro. Clown question bro. It's a, it's a thing now. What if I would say clown is as clown does? Do you think he would take that as an insult? Like, you know, Forrest Gump, stupid is as stupid does? I would have to think about it. And the good news is, as you said it, you might have time to escape so he doesn't throw you through a wall. As he's contemplating, give me that one again. Clown is as clown does, clown bro. Clown is as clown does, bro. Clown is as. I would suggest you run at that point. Because once he figures it out, that you might be mocking him a little bit. You're on your own. Or what if every time, assuming he sticks around, mm-hmm. I had a clown horn? Yeah, yeah. Oh. And every yes. time I walked by him in the locker room, I papa, papa, I just squeezed that horn. Yeah, I don't think that would really happen for very long. I'm not, I don't think you'd get a second chance to mm-hmm. do that. So I didn't realize Nick Sirianni, he's got the he he the room still loves him. Well, the room still loved Arthur Smith too, and that didn't get you very far. But it does look like he's coming back. We know that there was one other coaching change in uh, the NFC South. That's a Carolina Dan Quinn. Did interview with the team yesterday virtually, and then you got Mickey Loomis, who did fire his offensive coordinator, saying this about Dennis Allen. You know, Chuck Nolan, his first three years, one and thirteen, five and nine, six and eight. Mm-hmm. They recognize he's a good football coach. Bill Belichick, his first three years, six and ten, seven and nine, seven and nine. Tom Landry, on yep. and on and on. Yep, yep, yep. All Hall of Fame coaches. Yep. The easy thing to do is blame them. You got to look beyond that. Wow, I think that's putting more pressure now on Dennis Allen. You just compared him to three Hall of Famers. Yeah, we expect really good things, like Hall of Fame things from here on out. We've given his, we've had the training wheels on him, and now the training wheels are off. And what we're going to do is we're going to put him on a bike, and we're going to push him down a steep hill. Does he survive? We're going to find out. Well, because 21 and 30, again, this is the thing. It's like 13 coaches in the last two years. The cycle is shorter. New Orleans is saying we're not going to be part of the shorter cycle. I think what you're saying is they're not buying into the hashtag crapshoot. I think I connected. It's not a crapshoot. I think I connected a dot on something. And with that. Remind me to tell you about the dots I've connected with myself, Arthur Blank, and the future coach of the Atlanta. Who cares? We'll do that, among other things, on the other side. In the meantime, let's hit some bongos and let you know what the headlines are today. Brought to you by Daco Systems Heating and Air. 
for your HVAC repair, contact locally owned Daco Systems at DAYCOSystems.com, keeping Atlanta comfortable one home at a time. If he's about to leave town, DeJounte Murray went out with a bang last night. That story at 11.50. Friend of the show, Herm Edwards from ESPN, talks all things NFL when he joins us at 12.20. And once again, this Brave is disrespected by Major League Baseball and its network. That story at 12.50. Coming up, the early betting lines are out for you degenerates for some of college football's biggest games. It's never too early, Domino, to jump on the action. We'll give you that and more as we go on campus next. It's Domino and Cellini. It's the Fan 680 and 93.7 FM. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Like when you go to the Smithsonian, if yeah. I want to put on Fonzie's jacket, can I no. put on Fonzie's jacket? No, there's no, there's no glass around it, though, I guess is what I'm saying. Someone will stop me, right? I think it's sort of like the Mona Lisa. At a certain point, you can't get closer. See, I got to get closer than that. It's Fozzie's jacket. You're right. I want to take the selfie and do a... 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 Yeah, two idiots. That's who we are. 11-19. Tomino, Chilini, the Fan 680 and 93.7 FM. Lead me up to Chuck and off as they take you home here on the Fan 680 and 93.7 FM. And that fan app, it is free to download. Brought to you by Beaver Toyota of Coming. I don't want you to think too hard about this. You, me, anybody listening right now. But of all the things in the Smithsonian, American history. Oh, there's the flag that was in Baltimore. Oh, Francis Scott Key, that's what he was. You're making a beeline for Fonzie's jacket. I am. I mean, that's who I am. I make no bones about it. If I'm a I... simple man who has uh, simple desires and simple needs. Oh, we can go to the aerospace. And there's the capsule that brought the men back from the moon. You're making a beeline yeah. to, so you can, again, take a selfie. Hey. I want you I to also, think about that. Don't think too hard. And don't sell me too short. I also want to sit in Archie Bunker's chair from All in the Family. That's there as well, is it not? Yes. You're not going to... Your rear end... They eat it there. And a turlet. I can't do that either. Uh, you meathead. Anyway, we appreciate you, you uh, taking the time to listen. You can follow along also at the X platform. It's National Winnie the Pooh Day. Who's your favorite bear? A lot of varied answers coming in thus far, Domino. Yogi. Uh, Jack Nicholas. We've also got uh, the cocaine bear. Someone's ah. a big fan of that. Okay. And then we got Richard Dent, who is from Georgia, who played defensive and the Hall of Famer for the Chicago Bears, among other teams. Did anybody mention the bear and the uh, the Revenant? Yes, somebody, somebody did. did. Uh-huh. Somebody did indeed. Okay. Hey, boo-boo. Yeah, very different. The Revenant. If you tune into the Revenant thinking you're going to hear "Hey, boo boo," you're not. All right, every day it's the same old thing. Before we uh, go to college and talk some uh, collegiate athletics, you wanted to connect the dots with Arthur Smith and Arthur Blank, and what else with the Falcons? And me, I real I I have a feeling now that one of the reasons that that word starts with C, ends in T, Mm -hmm. 
R-A-P-S-H-O-O in the middle. Yeah, crapshoot. I'll say it. I think one of the I reasons... I noticed you haven't said the word since. No, I, you asked Arthur about it. You won't say it. I'll say it for you, though. I looked it up. I was right. I don't want to... I'm, I'm just telling you. Here's what I think happened, though. You want to know why he doesn't think it's going to be that? He knew who he was going to hire. This would not be a crapshoot. I'm hiring Bill Belichick. Now, he didn't say that that day. I'm not telling you definitively he knew he was going to hire Bill Belichick that day. He didn't know that Belichick was going to be released by the Patriots. Robert Kraft didn't tell him anything. I hope my camera's not on. You're winking. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Over maybe, and over. Maybe that's why he was a little bit insulted by that. It's not going to be a crapshoot. I know who I'm going after, and damn it, I'm going to get him. And the second interview with Belichick and the Falcons organization is lined up for this weekend. Mike McCarthy, as we told you to start the show, kept the job in Dallas and faced the media today. You want to talk about an uncomfortable tenure, an uncomfortable situation. You know the entire fan base hates you, and you're up there addressing the media. And the uh, media probably, they hate you as well. It's not personal, but it's the fact that you and everybody believes it should not have this job. Aside from Jerry Jones. Hi, guys. Yeah, I know. It's been a tough couple of days, but I'm the guy. Jerry said so. I know. I know. I think that's maybe how it's going to go. Somebody brought up a very interesting point, and I do believe this because, again, you can tell me there's, why don't you want Bill Belichick? Oh, he's 71. That's ageism. I don't think you're allowed to say that out loud. I think you're not supposed to fire somebody because of their age and... I'll, I'll, I'm just going to follow up because I agree with this. I think Mike McCarthy's got a bigger problem because of his weight. I think he does. I, ju I just think it's harder. I, I do. I think it's a little bit harder in that world to preach discipline when you've got grown-ass men going, what about you? And then you've sort of been stripped. Look, I'm not saying you were castrated, but you certainly had one testicle taken out. The world knows. I mean, this, is a, this was front-page news. You've got to meet with Jerry Jones. You're either going to keep the job or you're not. And you it's the final it. year of your deal. Right. It's do or die for Mike McCarthy this year. So he's he's as lame a duck as you can be. And I'm sorry. I agree with this. You're not allowed to talk about this. And I'd like to think it's not how you hire or not hire. Um, but you're not walking a runway. You know, there, there are certain criteria. There's certain criteria you have to meet. Mike McCarthy doesn't pass that test. He just doesn't. And he said, among other things this morning, about the meeting that he had with Jerry Jones. It was a long meeting. I think we went probably a little past three hours. We talked about a number of topics. The first topic was obviously the disappointment mm. of the ending of the season. And he told me if we win a Super Bowl, I can have my testicle back. I got it right here in a jar. Yeah. Right here. in some formaldehyde. You get it back if you win. If not, I eat it on my pizza. Oh, Jerry Jones strikes me as a guy who's had those Colorado oysters. <laughs> Jerry Jones has tried everything. I'll treat it the same way. A new title for Nick Saban at Alabama. That story comes your way in about five minutes. The college football voice of the South is going on campus. Presented by Subaru of Gwinnett on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Or shop online at SubaruofGwinnett.com. All right, FanDuel has some early betting lines out for some of the biggest games of the season, including Clemson at Georgia. Fill me in. What's out there? Which, you know, is here in the state of Georgia, not necessarily in Athens. Oh, you're not kidding. I thought you were kidding with no. that season. No, I'm not. What do you think the line, the early line is for Clemson and Georgia at Mercedes-Benz Stadium? 
Uh, Georgia minus 13 and a half. Uh, you're not bad there. 12 and a half. What about Georgia at Alabama? Oh, that's the home SEC opener for Kalen DeBoer. I will say that is... Hmm. Are they looking at the portal, these people in Las Vegas? I think they are, Have yeah. they seen who's left Alabama? It, it, it Is seems Georgia as now if. a favorite in Alabama? They are. Are they a four-and-a-half-point favorite? They are a three-point favorite okay. in Tuscaloosa, something I never thought I would see. Then you got Michigan at Ohio State. Yeah, they're going all the way to the end of the season. What do you think the line is in that one, the early line? Uh, that would be, uh, well, Jim Harbaugh might not be there. What are they going to do with the Ohio State line? has seemingly everybody aside from Marvin Harrison coming back. Very interesting. The game is in the, the big house? Uh, no, no, it's at the horseshoe. Oh, it's at the horseshoe. Yeah. Uh, since it's at the horseshoe, I will say Ohio State is a one-point favorite. Uh, it is uh, minus six. Ohio State is six-point favorite in that contest. Oh, they must be riding the idea that nobody's going to be coaching Michigan at that point. That home field advantage in Ryan Day, do they not know what Ryan Day doesn't do against Michigan? If somehow, someway, and I know a lot of things are still going to happen. Sure. If they win that game, is Ryan Day going to go nuts again like he did after the Notre Dame game? This yeah. is for all the doubters out there. Yeah. believe in me. Ohio against the world. Yeah. You know what I would say first? Hey, Coach, I noticed Harbaugh wasn't on the sidelines for this one. Well, he wasn't on the sidelines last year. And what they do? They lost. Yeah. Don't go bragging when you win that. Don't do a victory lap. Your job is to beat Michigan. That's the other problem when you go a little bit crazy. And now you don't have Ross Bjork, by way of Texas A&M, has come in as the AD there. You don't got Gene Smith backing you anymore. Ross doesn't have any skin in the game here when it comes to Ryan Day. I'm not not saying he was, but Gene Smith sort of seemed like a, a bumbler. No, no, he was smug is what he was. You know, because of him, Ohio State didn't have the chance to play Notre Dame in the national championship when Alabama took them apart. Don't forget, they were undefeated that mm-hmm. year. But because they went to a bowl the year before and they didn't fall on the sword, they didn't get a chance to play. It's like the Georgia thing. Yeah. Basketball. All right. Well, again, he didn't strike me as a guy that I'd want to have a beer with. I don't know about Bjork. Isn't Bjork the guy that signed Jimbo Fisher? Why is he getting this chance? He extended him. That's what I mean. I don't know. But he is. The Texas A&M run him off? I, I don't think that they tried to stop him, if into that's what the, you're asking. Into the open arms of Ohio State. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Buckles McHenry, the big booster there that we made up, I, I think, said, you know what? Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you. I know Domino said that a couple of days ago, uh-huh. so it's top of mind. Well, I think those are words to live by. Mm-hmm. I don't think that expression is used enough. Tommy Tuberville, now a senator in Alabama, the uh, one-time Auburn coach. Said he wasn't surprised by Nick Saban's retirement. Here's the quote. He kind of outgrew his time. And a lot of people are saying that's an insult. But no, I I think what Tuberville meant was that Saban just, like the older college basketball coaches that left, Saban just didn't want to deal with all of the stuff that now a modern coach has to deal with. And he leaves, if not on top, top of the world, he leaves... With a, with a legacy and a resume that's on top, top of the world. What does Tommy Tuberville do for a living now? He's a senator. Down the hall. <laughs> I know. Our Down conservative news talk station, Extra 106.3. You're so inclined. With? Carlos Medina, uh-huh. Rhino, Tug Coward, uh-huh. the Kimmer. Yeah, yeah. Our friend Pete Davis. All down the hall for you. Okay. I just, whenever I hear somebody with a, a senator attached to it. No matter what way it leans, down the hall. Yeah. Wear a mask. You want to do that and have that discussion? This is not the place.
It's not. Me to each his own. I hardly want to mention Tommy Tuberville by name. So uh, Nick Saban does have a role still, according to Greg Byrne. Now, we talked to Paul Feinbaum yesterday who said he was going to talk to the Alabama AD yesterday afternoon. And, well, yeah, you're right. He was a man of his word. And Greg Byrne, during that conversation, said Nick Saban will be an advisor for Alabama. Now, his office there in the facility got cleaned out, but he's still going to have an office inside of Bryant-Denny Stadium. So he's not going to be down the hall from Kalen DeBoer, but he is going to be maybe across the street from Kalen DeBoer. Not necessarily neighbors any longer. The spirit of Nick Saban, though, you can't get that out of an office. You can take the stuff out, but the spirit of Nick Saban is there. I'm assuming that's a good thing. I hope Nick Saban plays into this, and I hope there's a commercial. You know, he does commercials. I'll probably do more now, where he's in a, I don't know, broom-sized closet somewhere in the stadium where he's set up some things. I'm not coaching anymore, but... Can't get this out of my system. He wakes up and yawns. So, so somehow Aflac fr- works that in. Yeah, his front yard or his backyard is actually the field on the stadium. Why not? I mean, if you're going to roll with this, advisor means he's getting paid, too. My guess is. Now, he's not going to get maybe the 10 or 11 or 12 or $18 million. But doesn't it feel like Alabama's going to keep going, hey, yeah. hey. <laughs> what do you think he's pulling in now? A couple of million? Yeah. Just to stick around? Yes. Yeah. And he couldn't. I'm assuming, I don't know if anybody does this anymore. If you work for a big company, Pat Riley, I think, had $100,000. Yeah, Pat will come in and tell you all about life and leadership and how you can dump out of a team, leave in the middle of the night. He did do that. Fax machine. Yeah, he did do that. The fax machine sometimes when you quick can be your friend. Hey, I sent it, man. I can't help you. You don't have one. So Nick Saban, receiver. 150 grand for a speech? I don't know if anybody's paying that kind of money. Anymore. I know this. We saw him when he talked to us at Maggiano's. He gave that speech yeah. with the uh, Touchdown Club of Atlanta. And the personality is there. He knows how to work a room. Well, yeah, I'm you, going to Maggiano's. Well, that, you can do that later if you want to. But we were there, Adam. You were there with us. Uh, I like him a lot. with the linguine and clams last night. Were you the guy that you were just grabbing leftovers yeah. at the end of oh, the Oh, yeah. Day? I was boxing those up yeah. and taking them home, I mean, buddy. They, in your defense, they did tell you you can box them up. They did. If not, they were just going to go to waste. Well, here's why they told him to box them up. He was putting ravioli in his pocket. And I think yeah, at that point, they're like, my favorite. yeah, let's just give him a couple of boxes. Adam, I, I do remember you. Boy, that was the fastest I've ever seen you move. You there like, was a table right back by us on the other side of the curtain where we were sectioned off that had nobody at it. So that whole table was mine, and it was served family style. Right. And I threw down on it. I was going to say, it's important that we mention it was family style. You weren't scraping plates. Everything at Maggiano's. During those uh, speeches and gatherings, they do family style. Like, did you eat that side of the plate? <laughs> Are you would have finished that veal. I was going to say though that that I walked in the room while he was talking because I was eating, and he is a dynamic oh, talker. Yeah. The personality comes out. He gets you motivated, and he, I, I think he'd be worth it. I, I've said I want him to write a book because the moment he publishes a book written by himself, I will buy it. So I again, I don't know if you know Google. Maybe they pay $100,000 to have that leadership series, Amazon. I don't know how many companies are still doing that, but Nick Saban could be at the top of the food chain. And I think it was Pat Riley for a while who took in 100000 Krzyzewski might have taken in close to that number, too. I just don't know how often it happens. He came down and sat next to us for nothing. He did. Yeah, that was kind of cool. I mean, he was going to get paid eventually, but... Yeah, not by me. Just, just a part of the deal. You have to talk to the two local radio dudes. Yeah, what I had to pay for that day was your valet. I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean... 
At that, at that time, we had the discussion of does he get paid for those or do they maybe make a donation to his a charity of his mm. choice? Good question. Now, I definitely think he's going to get paid for them not, uh, not being a head coach there getting is a, that paycheck there. It's called the Speakers Association or there's something, man. Part there's, of a union of some sort? Yeah, they, they say here's the prices. Contact us. Mm-hmm. We'd love to have Pat Riley come. Somebody represents you. And I guess Greg Burns says that, you know, he's going to continue to try to talk the young men that he's recruited to sticking around. So it hasn't worked for a couple of five stars so far. Offensive lineman Caden Proctor. And uh, we know also about the safety that could be leaving, too. I'm not telling you Greg Burns not good at his job. He's not his own man. What, what is he going to do talking to a 20-year-old? Yes, I'd like to introduce myself. I'm Greg Byrne. No, he talked about Saban. Saban's going to try to convince everybody to stick around. Was Greg Byrne going to help people stick around? No. Okay. Well, I can give him a piece of advice. Have a bag full of cash. That's not hurting these days. You can do that now. What's your offer? All right, I can't meet that one. Good luck to you. Caleb Downs, other freshman that... Could be coming to Georgia when all is said and done because Traveris Robinson is here. As we know, he's going to be the co-defensive coordinator at Alabama. And remember what Lane Kiffin said during the season about Traveris Robinson? He said, he's the guy calling the defense. It's not Kevin Steele. Saban and Steele tried to downplay that. Well, turns out that Lane Kiffin was telling the truth. Did you see what Lane Kiffin did on his social media account? He has a picture of a street corner in Tuscaloosa. And that's what he left it as. There's a sign that says University of Alabama with an arrow pointing that way. Alabama fans, please, Lane, don't come and take any more. Please, we get it. I almost think that he'll he'll be the next guy. I wish Kalen DeBoer good luck. I love his resume. I'm telling you this. I would have loved to interview him for the Falcons job. I just think there's something about him. But if it doesn't work out, it does seem Lane Kiffin is the right age to just be able to come in after the guy. Listen to Cole Kublick, Auburn grad, who was on with Buck today. You can hear Buck Ballou 10 to 11 weekdays. And he said, look, no matter who got this job, you were going to pick Adam because he's not Nick Saban. You have to have the right mindset, and it appears as if Kalen DeBoer has the right mindset. So you don't think Kalen DeBoer actually went home and read the list of... My God, what have I done? Yeah. No, I don't think he, he went home and did that. And I also think he's not going to be like the old coach at Auburn who didn't talk to anybody, uh, Brian Harson. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's going to go work the high school coaches. He's not going to sit back like Harson did and mm. say, you know, now I'm at Auburn, and they're going to have to come to me. You know, this recruiting thing, I find it to be a waste of my time. I've got to draw plays. You don't think Kalen DeBoer had a 3 a.m. No. Woke himself up with a... I don't think he's wired that way. Sat up in bed. Maybe his wife's not with him. Although, again, I... What, he's probably going to get paid and probably going to have a very nice house. I would think so. Does his wife nice do car the, deal. Yeah, does his wife do the innocent car deals. Your wife gets a car, you get a car. I don't know what his family situation is. Don't they usually, if they put your kid in private school? I think so. I think they do stuff like that. And what happens if you lose for a season? They take your kid out and make him go public? I remember one time I had a car deal, and it was coming to an end. And they didn't say it was coming to an end, but they just gave me kind of a a smaller, less expensive vehicle. So do they do that? Uh The car dealership that he has a deal with in Tuscaloosa? Yeah, it's going downhill at that point. I had a nice uh, big SUV. Now you've given me this... uh, smaller sedan. And then they come back three months later and give you a bicycle. Yeah, we're going to need that car back. 
Like, we're going to need it now. So we know that there's changes to Georgia's defensive staff. We know that Georgia did take a step back last year, finishing outside the top two in rushing defense for the first time since Mel Tucker was here in 2018. And 30 sacks, all they had their worst showing since that same season in 2018. You look back, and hindsight's always 20-20, and you only lost one game. But they went through those lulls, and you just kind of knew in the back of your mind somewhere that one of those lulls was eventually going to get Georgia. And unfortunately, it got Georgia in the SEC championship game. I don't know if it got them. I mean, Alabama was a really good team. You're playing on a neutral field. Uh, you've played close games, Yeah, but you look at the good. games before and after the Alabama-Georgia game, and, and you do wonder. Okay, so... That, that wasn't the same Alabama team. That's fine. Do you want to then tell me that Georgia wasn't one of the top four teams because you've done a revisionist deeper dive? No, I'm not the, saying that. Do you that. think somebody, when they were undefeated, said... You know, I don't, I don't like Georgia very much. Look what these analytics What I am saying, though, is Kirby, I think, even approached the season different last year. Remember, he was more patient. He didn't yell as much. He was just different last year because I think even he recognized this isn't quite the same team. Right. We're still very, very good. But in comparison to the previous two teams, it's not quite the same. Yeah, we're not going to have 22 guys taken in the first round like the year before. So maybe you have to coach a little bit differently, and that's part of coaching. What's the what's what's the adapting part of it? But no one's going to tell me that losing to Alabama, as you look back and you go, because they're all flawed. The top four were flawed. You want me? I can find who didn't win. Michigan was Michigan was the last man standing. So what were their flaws? Doesn't matter what their flaws were. They're the national champion. Everybody else now has to get picked at. So what do you do? You go to the transfer portal. You go to the high schools, and you say. We weren't as good at this. We need to be better. Let me tell you what they're not going to do. They're not going to hire Mel Tucker back. No, I don't see that happening. I see his future, and it's not in coaching. Well, he has to do a very long time now. Yeah, maybe. Uh, at least a time now. Maybe eventually. Never say never. The killer's coming to the SEC. Jerry Kill leaving New Mexico State. Uh, don't forget, he blew out Auburn. At Auburn last year, 31-10, to 10, his team did. Now he's going to join Clark Lee's Vanderbilt staff. He's going to be the chief consultant to the head coach and senior offensive advisor. There, there's People no, are just making there's things no up. There's no such thing. <laughs> well, there is apparently. He, he has two things that are no such things. He has two titles that are totally fictitious. You're the king of Siam at that point. You, what title would you want? What if he walked in the room and I went, there he is, the killer. You think you'd see the humor in that? That's his name. I mean, if you beat an SEC school, and he did, there's a good chance you can get a job in the SEC. Actually, a fake job. I don't want to say what he is is fake when he gets there, but those titles are fake. So tell me what's going on at Florida State with the ACC now countersuing the Seminoles. What's well, happening? Here? I think they believe that they spoke out of out of uh, anger, and we can't have that around here. So now I got to slap you back into your place. You got a problem with us? Now we got a problem with you. And this attorney thing and this threatening thing? Hmm. We've we perused the paperwork. It seems that you broke the rules, if not the law, so, about what you're allowed to talk about. So they're suing for damages. Yes. And they're saying that they essentially want Florida State to borrow one of your phrases to sit at the kids' table. Yes. You no longer have any part in the decision-making process. That's how it seems. Well, when you're when you're angry that you were undefeated and you don't think your conference, the commissioner, uh, the teams in your conference helped your cause, obviously not at 13 and 0, you're going to lash out. They're saying that there are some things in their contracts that say you're not allowed to lash out that way. What you're doing is you're hurting us, and now we're going to have to punish you. 
And whether it's money, which, by the way, it doesn't seem Florida State has. I think there's a fallacy. I'm not telling you that they have no money. Well, now they can't even deal with their collective. So there goes more money out the window. And they just gave their head coach more money than anybody's ever gotten paid. No apparent reason. Right. Well, I'll tell you why. A 205 showed up on, you know, on an area code. Do you think that they're monitoring if it's a coach's phone? Oh, God, 205 is on the line. So they're buzzing Isn't that the Alabama? Phone? Yeah, I think so. That's what I think is also happening. Nothing Let's in the world. Let's just give them $6 million more a year. Nothing in the world of college football would surprise me. A memorable night for a Hawk whose days might be numbered. Your vaunted NBA minute and then some uh, is next. Uh, it's Domino and Cellini. Oh, remind me. I watched the NBA last night, but I did it with a purpose. Okay. I'll tell you what it was. Domino, doing it with a purpose. Again, all a part of the NBA, I don't know, 90 seconds to two minutes. When we return, Domino, Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 F. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Teddy Ruxpin. I really enjoy talking to people. Teddy Ruxpin from Worlds of Wonder. Look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your fans. 680 and 93.7 X FM. And you can listen to us on the fan app. The X platform question of the day is with it being National Winnie the Pooh Day, who's your favorite bear? I'm Teddy Ruxpin. I want you to murder your brother. I what did he just say? Can I give Push you a... your mother down the stairs. Here's another thing. I spoke to the guy who worked directly with the guy who yeah. came up with Teddy Ruxpin. Because that guy worked at Disney. This guy said, I'm thinking about this bear that talks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I've got something here. And this guy was his right-hand man. And I don't know how much money he made. I don't know how much money the main guy made. It was a hot thing for a while. The problem is it took like 8D batteries. Yeah. My kids, we, I missed it. I no, need no. more batteries. Go rob the convenience no, store. that's just silly. Now you're just... Domino Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. some childhood dreams and just kicking them down a flight. This is, again, what you get when you combine 60 years of sports talk experience in the city of Atlanta. That's I got I got me and Chris, and then you got Chuck and Chernoff, about 50 years of experience. That's a long time. Well, it is not a long as time. Long I don't know if I can last that long. They would be juniors in this world compared to us. I do have a little bit of a hive problem going on right now. It's because of the clock. Yeah, we nothing have to be on time. Nothing anybody really needs to know about. But I, I've sort of got spiders crawling. Around Don't right worry now. about the clock. Well, now we have to worry about the clock. Also, qualifying people this upcoming Tuesday for First Horizon Bank's lunch with the Legend Series. Grady Jarrett is going to be there, and you can be a part of it as well at the Gypsy Kitchen in Buckhead. 680 and First Horizon Bank with Grady Jarrett. Like we said, qualifying people to go all week long. Let's qualify. Call our number two. Right now at 404-231-1680. Uh, we, the NBA 
90 seconds here? Yeah, 90 seconds. Maybe we'll get crazy and uh, make it two minutes. DeJounte Murray, as time expires, hits a buzzer beater. The Hawks beat Orlando last night, 106 to 104. Paulo Banquero knocks down a three to tie the game with 8.4 seconds left. No timeout. DeJounte gets the ball and goes all the way down and nails the jumper from the left wing as that buzzer goes off and everybody goes bananas inside of State Farm Arena. And he walked right to uh, the the locker room, then right out a back door, and he's done. He left. He's never coming back. He wants to be traded. It's nice that he did that. It's nice that the fans want to But the good thing is he is still engaged. As he said prior to the game against the Spurs on Monday, I would love to go back and play for the Spurs, but I'm here now and I'm going to be a professional. And he Mm -hmm. does continue to be a professional. Yeah, he didn't throw the ball into the uh, seventh row just to prove a point at the end of that game. He did what good players can do. They can win you an NBA game. Now, the Hawks 3-2, and oh, they're on a run. Nothing's changing. They got to. They got to change all of this. stuff. Season high twenty three turnovers last night. They're in Miami tomorrow night, and let's see if they can somehow, some way, build. And someone uh, was quoted in the AJC, an NBA scout, to be exact, nameless NBA scout. But this guy said it's not working, Trey and Dejounte, and I don't think they're going to get what they gave up for him, which puts them in a tough spot. They have to swallow their pride a little bit and take a loss, I think, to move forward. So everybody seems to, similar to Arthur Smith now. Everybody seems to be on the same side of the ledger when it comes to trading DeJounte Murray. It's not a shot at him. It's just not working here. I want my picks back. Well, about that, you're not going to get them all back. He could go back to San Antonio, but you're not going to get what you sent over. Sometimes these things don't work. Positionless basketball, how do they blend? What's the coach do? What's your bench look like on nights that those guys don't have it, not shooting well? It's not a very, it's not a very good basketball team now. And if they win two or three in a row... You know, the, the, the want is to get all excited. I'm going to – let me take that away from you. Don't. Because there are going to be changes. Unless they really – Nick Ressler or anybody else who's in charge, unless they don't know how to work a trade, this team will not look the same after the trade deadline. So three seasons since going to the Eastern Conference Finals, Trey Young, Hunter Okongwu, Johnson, Clint Capella, Bogdan Bogdanovich, all been together in three seasons, and they're 100 and 103 in two and a half seasons since going – to the Eastern Conference Finals. And this so, is what sometimes happens. They you caught know. lightning in a bottle. They got hot at the right time. They, they weren't that good of a team. They just got hot. If this was an NFL team, and we've seen it with the Falcons, we've seen it right here in town. Oh, look how good we are. And then you're not good. Coaches get fired. Well, they fired multiple coaches mm-hmm. over there. There's nothing really left to do on the bench. They're going to trade the. They're going to change the players. Here's my NBA thing for me. My nephew's in town. I think he's 24 years old. He's my godson. So I've known him, obviously, since birth. Do you know what was happening last night? I'm sitting there having a scotch with my nephew, which is strange enough to begin with. You having a scotch in general yeah. is kind of different. Yeah, I feel like, you know, all of a you sudden. You think you are? Do you have an ascot on as well in a did. robe? I had an English accent all of a sudden. I didn't even know who I was. Cigarette holder? Uh, so we're sitting there watching it, and then we see the, the Lakers game is on with the, with the Mavericks. I look at him, I go, I know he likes to gamble a little bit. I say, you have a little action on this game? I said, let's I get talk like that when you drink it, Scott. I said, let's get the money line on the Mavericks coming back to win this game. What the hell? And we did. It was plus 1,100. Now, he's got a service that we were just able to really can't do it in this Call up your service, all right? Do me a favor, young man. And then we watched the Lakers go crazy and hit every shot they took in the fourth quarter, and that 100 went away. But we, you know, we bonded. Win some, lose some, son. Speaking of that, I'm not saying I'm going to be knighted. I don't think I'm going to be sir anything. We've got a little piece in BTG about a gentleman who sort of spoke like that. 
and he was really good at it. And that's coming up during the hour of 1 o'clock. In the meantime, let's buckle up with Domino. Turn off the GPS and let Domino take the wheel. It's a drive around the sports world presented by Marietta Toyota. At Marietta Toyota, every new Toyota includes our nationwide lifetime powertrain warranty. Family owned and operated since 1975. Stop in for a test drive or visit MarietaToyota.com. It's better in Marietta. Hey, how many times have you thrown pro football focus in my face? A lot of times. A lot of times. A lot of times. Like, like you've hit me with that one. I know. If, if we were in Seattle, is that where they throw fish? Uh, yes. Yeah. It, it would be like we worked in that place and you've thrown pro football focus I know where you're going with lot. this. If All J.J. Watt were here right now, he'd hit me if I brought up pro football well, focus. J.J. Watt, I don't know if you know what he used to do for a living. He's a pretty good football player. Probably graded out pretty well most weeks, I would right? think, yeah. yeah. Here's J.J. Watt talking about pro football focus. I mean, I've literally sat in a meeting room with coaches and put the grades side by side from a coach's grade and from the PFF grade. <laughs> I've done it. And it's not even remotely close. What he's saying is... He doesn't really know, like, I don't know who's behind it. You just put a fancy name. You're probably incorporated or whatever the hell it is you do. Copyrighted. Pro Football Focus. They must know what they're talking about. He's saying the coaches grade much differently than the eggheads at Pro Football Focus. Now, did Chris Collinsworth, does he or has he? Is he part of Pro Football Focus? I believe he is part of the conglomerate. He invested some cash in that. Okay. Yes, does Pro I'm Football Focus make money? Like, every time you throw them in my face. I don't know. Do they make $2? I don't know what they're business model is. If I don't J- know if they have a paywall or not. Okay, if J.J. Watt is telling me it's nonsense, I'm going to probably believe it's nonsense. So we're on a little bit of moratorium with you throwing pro football gotcha. focus in. Fair enough. I know when I'm defeated. Um, I'll just do this quickly. LeBron James, I don't know if you saw last night, speaking of, I bet the game. Lakers won the game. LeBron is there shirtless at his locker. He seemed to be a little bit engaged in something else. Not the question's coming his way. Bronny, his game is on. USC, he plays for USC, and he's actually, he played 30 minutes last night. So LeBron James is being asked about Anthony Davis and the close to a triple-double and everything else. Here's what's happening. Pull it, pull it, shoot it, shoot it, just shoot it. You're the worst father in the world if this is what you Pull want. it, shoot it, just shoot it, pull it, shoot he's it. He's looking at the TV telling his son to shoot just every shoot time it. he touched the ball. Pull it. I'm not lying about so this. So he's like uh, Josh Smith's dad, Pete. Shoot it. Who would sit under the bench and say, shoot it, Josh. Pull it. Yeah. To shoot it. We've got to get you to the NBA. I'm not getting any younger. He's, he's a shoot dad. He's excited. Shoot yeah. it. He was 5 for 11. He's averaging like five points a game. Remember what he said about a week and a half ago. Oh, he could play for us right now. Pull it. That alone should should make you persona non grata with your teammates. <laughs> now, but I guess you're LeBron. Yeah, that's but putting some under pressure on your kids. He's standing like there that. with no shirt on, shoot telling it. his kid to shoot it. Pull it every time he touched it. Shoot it. I've seen some dads going to the gym with no shirt on, not just watching it on TV, telling their kid to shoot it. So hey, it should always be worse, Chris. Hey, hey, snap out of it. The Lakers are paying you to play basketball. Pull I've got to get a story. <laughs> Focus. All right. When we come back, speaking of the media and players talking, the trash talk has begun prior to this playoff matchup. Into the red zone we go next. Shoot it. Herm Edwards at twelve twenty. It's the fan six eighty and ninety three seven FM. This guy's sitting at a USC game. Pull it. Ah. Shoot it. Pull it. Shoot it. Shoot it. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. 
This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart, and there needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at artisancustomcloset.com and then call us for a free in-home consultation. 